You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In Karen Joy Fowler's We Are All Completely Beside Ourselves, Rosemary Cook looks back on the facts of her family's relationships to reconcile events she's tried to remember with those she's tried to forget. In most families, there is a favorite child. Parents deny it, and maybe they truly don't see it, but it's obvious to the children. Unfairness bothers children greatly. It's hard to always come in second. It's also hard to be the favorite. Earned or unearned, the favorite is a burdensome thing to be. I was our mother's favorite child. Lowell was our father's. I loved our father as much as our mother, but I loved Lowell best of all. Fern loved our mother best. Lowell loved Fern more than he loved me. When I lay out these facts, they seem essentially benign. Something here for everyone. More than enough to go around. Rosemary is not the traditional unreliable narrator. She's trying to tell the truth as best she knows it, and she's not bad at doing so. But Fowler has created a storyteller who exemplifies the hidden doubts about appropriate behavior that lie within us all. She is in a peculiar position of not knowing where she sort of falls on some kind of continuum of normal human behavior. And so I think, you know, we all question ourselves from time to time and uh, ask ourselves if what we're feeling is normal or rational or something that should be quickly hidden away in the sock drawer. But Rosemary has those questions with more valid concerns. Fowler's novel examines the life of a family where the father is a psychologist. In this case, she performed her research as she grew up. My father was a psychologist and worked particularly with rats on learning. And he and I had a quarrel that began when I was about six years old. And in many ways, this book is my last salvo in that quarrel on the issue of whether animals could think or not. He wanted me to be very precise about what the word think might mean. And I did not wish to be very careful. We were surrounded by dogs and cats, and it was just perfectly clear to me that they made decisions, that they had choices, that what looked like thinking was going on. We are all completely beside ourselves is often quite funny. Fowler and her narrator, Rosemary, use humor with the same intent. In creating the character of Rosemary, this is something she shares with me, that my coping mechanism for things that are painful is often to find the humor in them. The book is supposed to be quite funny for quite some time, but at a certain point, it stops being funny towards the end. I think there is not the same kind of humor when she has gotten closer to the bone in terms of what her story actually is. As Rosemary recalls her past, she thinks back on her childhood vision of fairness. At some point, somehow, something convinced us that the world was supposed to be fair and that it's just a constant shock that it's not. And yet, you know, it never was and it never has been. So in many ways, the mystery is not that the world is not fair, but that we cling so fervently to the idea that it will be and it ought to be. In We Are All Completely Beside Ourselves, Rosemary tells her story following classic advice. She starts in the middle. Karen Joy Fowler's novel is a journey to a beginning an ending, and ultimately an understanding of just what it means to be human. 
with time to read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.